Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Back into the fray with Kevin Gaudet, Melissa Freeman, and Rocco Rossi. And uh, the idea, you know, that, uh, well, I got a hockey game to get to tonight, so we're going to have to finish up real quick. Uh, we'll do that. And then, of course, the Global News at 6 with Farinasser and Alan Carter. By the way. But you're well, already with the three stars of the night. I, you know, oh, look at you. La première étoile, oh, no. Rocco Rossi. <laughs> Comment ça va, toi, Rocco? Très, très bien. Okay, there you are. Uh, pardon that digression. I was just going to say, <laughs> you know, before I go there, uh, I'd like to duck into my favorite sport spot right south of the rink, and that's Harbor 60 Steakhouse, which, by the way, I wanted to point out something very important, not just, you know, one of your father's stodgy old steakhouses. you got to check out the decor and the environment and the ambiance, because that's really a part and parcel of the overall experience. I could sit here and wax rhapsodic about the quality of the great food and, of course, the service, the valet service in the parking lot, you know, right south of the building. This is why I guess a lot of people like to combine that dinner with a concert, boom, 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 all the parking's taken care of, and, of course, a post-game drink their stunning bar it's all what makes this a spectacular dining establishment the harbor 60 steakhouse where they make it their mission to offer you nothing but the absolute best that's in the iconic toronto harbor commission building just south of the lakeshore on bay street by the way you know when i mentioned the gen uh the millennials and gen z and things like that i'm seeing younger people going out and dining you know doing the fine dining thing uh they're really a discerning generation and this Leads me to another issue I wanted to bring up. We were talking about it earlier last hour. Timmy's, Tim Hortons, uh, as venerable an institution and iconic uh, Canadiana as it is, and it's been, you know, uh, immersed in that for, I guess, a generation and a half. The current generation isn't as loyal to that brand, and they're losing share, and uh, as a result... They're wondering what the hell they have to do. Legacy doesn't seem to carry from generation to generation anymore. Alyssa Freeman, you're the PR expert and uh, branding person. What's going on with Timmy's? There's a disconnect between going to Tim's and this generation. There seems to be no cachet. And uh, even during the break, I contacted my daughter and I said, you go to Tim Hortons, what do you go for? She says, number one, donuts. Number two, French vanilla latte. So when she says French vanilla latte, that's a definite, you can draw a dotted line to what she's known and learned from Starbucks. And Starbucks has done a great job of being in these kids' faces and all the places where they where they are. Uh, that's especially social media and especially Instagram. So, and, and then if you look at the branding of um, that uh, Tim Hortons has done and what they've concentrated on, it's mainly on the Canadian-ness of this brand. And that is not necessarily that something that is necessarily top of mind with this younger generation. It makes, I watch it, makes me feel good. 
I like to see the uh, commercials with uh, Sidney Crosby uh, rolling down the street on a Zamboni, and that appeals to me. But I don't think it appeals at all to this younger generation of potential coffee drinkers. And especially, you know, and just the the the, the draw that Starbucks has uh, to these kids, like as soon as they're able, and, and, and we do it too, we, we take them there to get fancy hot chocolates. So it, it's partly indoctrination, especially if you are a parent who likes Starbucks. All right. Uh, so it's part brand, I guess, or it's maybe part quality or the fact, I mean, that you can get, you know, five, six bucks from a kid for a cup of coffee. Uh, that's a testament to either brilliant marketing strategy or why do you think Tim Hortons isn't resonating as much with the current generation and Gen Z? Well, look at it. It's, it's a little the, the same every generation. I think of when I was uh, when I was a kid and if you came to my dad's house um, and, and the uncles and aunts gathered, Labatt 50 was the beer that you were going to have at my dad's house. At my uncle Guy's house, it was Red Cap and that was it. And one generation later, the kids of, you know, mine, of my dad, would not drink those brands because you don't want to drink your parents' Mm-hmm. brand you don't want to have that badge and people look for different things and the gen xers and the and 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 z etc one of the interesting things and i see it in my son as well is far less a focus on things and more a focus on experience than we ever had and that's not necessarily a bad thing but you know before we cry overly much tims is still a massive organization a lot of of customers it's just you know, we just got uh, one quarter where the growth is not happening. Kevin, uh, how do you see it? I mean, in terms of uh, a generational divide that's not being bridged, the legacy hasn't really <clears throat> slingshotted it forward with millennials and Gen Z. Uh, or is it, you know, to Rocco's point, uh, an overreaction to just one bad quarter or two? Well, uh, in any business, you don't want to see a bad quarter or two. <laughs> um yeah, it's interesting. Talk about the cultural relationships, and uh, you know, we talk about the Zamboni and Sidney Crosby, and I know that ad doesn't speak to me, um, but I wonder if there's a correlation. Actually, interesting to see, curious to see a correlation between the drop in uh, registrations in, in in minor hockey, actually, and 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 Tim Hortons, because there's there's such a strong relationship between Tim Hortons and coffee. Uh, I'm sorry, hockey and coffee. Uh, but I guess Tim Hortons, in order to be cool up, I guess they need to hire two young women to raise their tops. Look at you to, bringing uh, it all home. So oh, I guess. Uh, but you and, know what? And, and apparently they're on the market. So <laughs> they're for hire. But the other thing, too, is that Starbucks is that they've made it more than coffee. They've made it an experience and they keep reinventing their core business. <laughs> so it's just not getting a Frappuccino, but it's getting a unicorn Frappuccino. So yeah, these kids are all looking for that cool experience that they can translate. And and show their friends. So you know, if you're talking just about that target market, whether it's like one quarter or two quarters, these, these you know maybe they'll grow out of that. But still, it's that experiential happening that takes place in a coffee shop. But also beyond the beyond that, it's not just about Starbucks eating uh, some Tim Hortons lunch. McDonald's. Let's let's not forget this giant operation that has invested heavily in McCafe. Uh, to take share. And quite frankly, I much prefer their coffee to the Tim Hortons coffee. The dark roast really has has flavor and zing without the, the burnt taste that I get from uh, from a black coffee at Starbucks. Uh, well, they've been really Starbucks. aggressive, the McCafe uh, yeah, brand. They've sure. done, but and to so an older generation, right, to an but, older demographic. But all, all to say that 
that Tim's is fighting a multi-front uh, Adop- war. Adop- and you, you adopt or die. Business. Adapt Those or die. exactly was what I was going to adapt, adapt or die. Uh, Duncan, don't, that Duncan, after the, the top thing, that's your adapt. <laughs> Co- you know, coffee time, yeah. you know, moves on. Dunkin' Donuts right. moves on. Uh, you know, so adapt or die, man. But you know what else? Uh, it was recognized earlier when I was talking to uh, one of these marketing gurus from the Schulich School of Business that uh, maybe this is centered on an urban versus rural divide because Canadiana plays big in communities. Outside of, like, say, uh, you know, this these urban centers where people aren't really connected as much in certain communities, and Tim Horton still resonates. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.